I think I might just jump into the recap of last episode because I don't think that will take too much time. And then we can do we can talk about your level up after. So, uh, last time you guys were kind of recovering from your fight with Vasilax. Somehow Julian came back as a gnome with his old body still like withered and on the ground. Uh, and then you followed Mezzi falling into the pickle cannery where you met Bodinel, the gnome wizard who was recently Bindle. Uh, he was looking for a book. You were like, hey, no book. You kicked him out. Fun, fun. Dustin tried to steal a bunch of gold. He managed to steal a bunch of gold, but I was <laughs> I gave the other two characters uh, enough to get by. Uh, and you guys headed back to the ship after recruiting Mezzi as a researcher. And you're on your ship right after noticing that a nearly identical blood vessel landed in front of you. Uh, before we get into that, let's talk about characters a little bit. You guys leveled up leveled up twice not all of those abilities like yep yeah you're not like getting hit points back or anything you're still pretty beat up but oh we're not getting hit points back not yet nope not until you rest i definitely put myself to max i don't remember what i was at you were at 20 before how do you know <laughs> <laughs> because i was checking to see if you did it already so Damn i was just looking okay <laughs> yeah. putting myself back to 20 uh, but yeah, it's not gonna matter. It's not gonna matter if you guys do the next stuff right here. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's not supposed to be a right way in D and Oh, I mean, there's like a way that the doesn't get us killed. Progress <laughs> as normal. Like <laughs> there is things that you can fuck up. I can say that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think run away right. is probably sorry. We'll get to run away. <laughs> we'll, yeah. we'll get to what we're gonna planning yeah. to do. Okay. Run away. <laughs> Leveling up. You guys leveled up. Uh, set of a question this time. We'll just kind of everybody talk about what you got from your level up. I know not everybody got the best stuff, but. I got a couple cool things. Uh, so I bumped up my dexterity, which bumped up like literally all of my stats, which is dope, including my attacks and everything. But uh, more interestingly, I got two new abilities. Evasion lets me uh, basically in any area effect attacks that require like a deck save to get half damage now if i succeed there's no damage and a fail is half damage so no matter what them oh. area effect things i uh i take half damage or no damage and then there's stillness of mind which if i'm ever frightened or charmed all i have to do is uh use my action and uh center myself and i'm back within control of my uh faculties that's sweet. I did not see that you got that. I thought you just got a vision. Nope. That is sweet. All right. Dealness of mind. Who wants to go next? Uh, I will. So leveled up twice. Got some more hit points, which is good. Uh, definitely needed those. Uh, so the the shell is stronger. Um, <laughs> got an upgrade shell to my reinforcement. shell. <laughs> reinforced. You guys just watch as Tortuga's shell slightly grows. <laughs> it's kind of gross. Like it's really gross, actually. <laughs> Um, I also got evasion, so if you want, uh, in post you can just, uh, 
rerun whatever Calvin just said. <laughs> um, and then I also got a crossbow expert, which means I can now uh, use a bonus action to shoot a hand crossbow, which means I could get two hand crossbows and dual wield, which would be sick. So I basically went from like Tortuga Batman to like Tortuga James Bond. <laughs> I like it. I'm, as we're moving into this like next phase of of the storyline, I'm looking for a big character shift. Yeah, Boston. big character <laughs> shift. <laughs> the multi-level marketing scheme is out, and I'm Tortugas forever going to be. Yeah, which, which Bond? Bond? about martinis now. <laughs> Uh, you going Pierce? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> going, like a, uh, I think Tortuga would be a, would be a Pierce, you know. Pierce and uh, he'll definitely be humming like a theme song whenever he's being sneaky. <laughs> like Tortuga. Hearing what that is. Like in canon, Tortuga played a lot of Goldeneye on N sixty four, so he just re- is remembering <laughs> those times. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um. So Julian. Um, now a gnome gained a couple abilities just as a gnome uh correct me sam if you think this is a little far stepping um no i didn't get far step but i was gonna say i got uh in my description my gnome joke that's good (laughs) thank you uh in my gnome description it said i have uh the minor illusion cantrip so mm-hmm. in my head, I like to think that that's the one spell that I can do without any musical need because it's just my gnome ability. Like I can just do a minor illusion, maybe even silently. Is that possible? Sure. Yeah. Since you already had minor illusion before, I was going to say you could choose a different cantrip, but I, I like that as well. So I would prefer. Yeah, I think that's kind of a cool like all of a sudden he or I realized that that's the one that I just know so well. That I can just do yeah, it. Yeah, it was just became a little easier for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and as well as that, I am able to speak with small beasts. Um, I don't think it's like I can just outright talk to them. It says through sounds and gestures, you can communicate simple ideas. So yeah, it's you know I'll be able to it's be crunk. like, <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah, that's squeaker, it's, it's br- squeak, squeak, squeaker, uh, squeak. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's how I perfect. look at it, at least. Beyond perfect. Um, except. I mean, Kronk gets a lot more information than he should, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Kronk is the original Andy in Parks and Rec. That will make sense <laughs> the more you think about it. All right. Uh, and then I also got a couple spells. I got Dimension Door and Polymorph. Um, yeah. And I, I don't know. Maybe they're both connected to what my character just went through coming from a different dimension oh, and his wow. body polymorphing. Ooh. Narratively yeah, hey. fueled character choices. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking while I'm talking about my leveling up, I should say that I also took my hat and I hemmed it so that it would fit my small head. But I had to grow a good amount of hair to keep it on my head. So while it's on my head, because it's a hat of holding, it just looks like a hat that's like kind of cinched up. But then when I pull it off, just a huge just like <laughs> mass of blue hair like a troll doll imagine a troll doll's hair sure so you just you. like okay. while we were walking onto the ship <laughs> we're just like as the like ramp was coming up you're just like <laughs> it was a polymorph side 
or reincarnation side effects. Let's, okay. Let's just say that. A delayed effect, though? Because yeah, he, a delayed he, effect. in canon last time said his hair wasn't a color yet. <laughs> I'm actually retconning it. I actually retconned it. I'm, I'm retconning oh, okay. it so that you see, you actually saw baby gnome Julian and he quickly grew into adult <laughs> gnome Julian. <laughs> okay. And his hair just grew the entire time. Are we time? talking like a, yeah. like a Deadpool <laughs> baby hand thing where I was oh, a baby God. and slowly, like still talking to you guys, got bigger and bigger? <laughs> sure yeah i don't know gross i was i was partially joking but uh, <laughs> now it's a thing <laughs> i could say your hair definitely grew out let's let's just leave it all at right. that all right um so you guys jump in uh you guys are in your ship with mezzi you are right in front of the goo uh there's a blinking light over swing Low's market and you hear a beeping noise and you notice that the goo is flashing there is an incoming message or uh, communication. Would you like me to answer? Okay, if you answer, uh, will it be a two-way thing? Will they? I was just gonna ask. I can't. Will they know that. if we answered? <laughs> yes, it will be. It's. It's. Yeah. Okay, so red receipts are on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's it's like go. A... Should Take we maybe? Off, please. Should we maybe you wait just... until uh, this? Uh, Occupant of the other blood vessel works their way out of that blood vessel to knock on our blood vessel's door, in which case we will then rock it off, giving us a minute head start. I will mm. say the sun is out right now. Mm. Oh, they won't they be coming outside. But they got spacesuits. That's right. Mezzi says, uh, do you guys need to talk to this person? I, I could maybe disguise you. Oh, Ooh. yeah, we have the mystical Messi. I do the finger guns. <laughs> Bubbles. <laughs> pop, pop, pop. Uh, can you disguise voices? Yeah. I mean, I could get it down to smells. You want to smell like a dead person? I can make you smell like a dead person. Uh, Surya's just going to turn to the other two and be like, shrug. Like, No, uh, I don't hey. want to smell like a dead person. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Goo. Goo, can you, uh, can you, you know what the uh, count looks like, right? Yes, I believe you also know what the count. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah can I, you I, can you transform into the count right now? And Mezzi, can you make us look like him? And then, yeah, he just morphs. Hell yeah! And then you see uh, a handsome Squidward <laughs> 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 looking uh, halfling with blonde hair. Oh wait, yeah. Are, uh, is he turning into the count or Baron Plazowitz? Yeah, Baron, Baron Plazowitz. I assume Baron. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah my just bad. clarifying. Yeah, yep. no worries. Um, handsome Squidward. Uh, which one of us is going to uh, be the be the Baron? I've got it. I just... <clears throat> Baron Plazowitz here. Coming out of, like, a <laughs> tiny gnome. Well, that's, that's very good. And she cast the spell on you, and you look like... Baron Plazowitz in his full, like, stone armor. I don't know if that was thing. his voice. I can't nice. remember. I just... It works. Uh, I'm not going to... It was full on episode to the first one. episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Would you like me to answer the call? Answer away. I wave my hand like a like Baron would. So you wave your hand and the form that was just the Baron... Only transforms slightly into a 
very like you can tell they're related. Uh, it's it's another halfling vampire. She has longer blonde hair, but still like the big eyelashes, red lips, uh, and a very chiseled face. And she just says, "What took you so long to answer?" What took me so long to answer? What took you so long to arrive? Look around. This place was overthrown by a dragon who I assume we were getting our void fred from. But when I showed up, this entire place was at war. And look now, the sun's up. I can't even leave to find out what the hell is going on. Yes, it is awfully bright in this part of the Shadowfell. I do not understand how you... uh... Got on in these heavenly conditions. Trust me, <laughs> I'm not doing well right now. What do you suggest we do? Should we wait till nightfall, or should we move on to the next destination and come back? Well, have you acquired the void thread? I haven't even been able to... Ugh. <laughs> Surya holds a thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, we did! <laughs> I was only able to get one, but I haven't even been able to confirm with Fasilax that the payment is going to go through. So I've been stuck on this ship waiting for him to come out and give me the okay to go. I assume I'm good, but... So, um, I'm sorry, You did you get a spool or do you just have like a strand? Just like a strand. Okay. That's um, the problem. And is Fasilax still out there? To be totally honest with you, I would think he would be because the dude's a giant motherfucking dragon, but the fact that the (laughs) sun is out has me a little bit concerned with that. Okay, um, well, I can help you. Uh, let's do this together. I have my darkness abilities. I can cast darkness. We can, uh, go up to the pickle cannery and... Confront him. Ask him for the void thread. Did you do what he asked you to do? I assume not, since you haven't left the your blood vessel. I came to the blood vessel to get ready, and as soon as I got inside, the sun started peeking out. I figured it's safer to wait in here, and thank God I did. Look at how it is now. Oh, that is a terribly good omen. <laughs> um, <laughs> well... I will cast my darkness, and uh, we can march up. I will move it slowly with us. And meanwhile, we can have our personal chat. Excellent. I'm just going to wave my hand at the goo to like make him turn the message off. Okay, the message goes off. You hear a bing as the uh, like door of the other blood vessel starts to open, and you see a... Uh, again, very similar to Baron Plazowitz. This is Lady Tazowitz. It's weird that their last names aren't the same, but <laughs> uh, uh, she is wearing red, like crimson armor with gold trim. It appears to be a little bit lighter than the Baron's, however. Uh, but she walks out and she casts a spell, and there is just like a big bubble of darkness, basically, like right between your two. Sh- ships that's like enveloping parts of each uh surya goes up to julian and is like okay we uh we should probably get out of this situation as soon as possible maybe try and negotiate that there's a time crunch and that we should split up uh and that we will go to the next place while she figures out the void thread yeah 
yeah, tell them, tell them Vasilax didn't like you. Didn't really, you know, click. Which is why you didn't get the full spool. Good idea. All right. I'm going to start walking out there nonchalantly to greet. That's my sister, right? Or, you know. Yes. Yeah. It's supposed yeah. to be. All right. I'm just going to kind of walk down looking really agitated. And the first thing I'm going to say is, I just have to say, right now, I'm not myself. I'm just a little agitated, and I am not myself. Let's get this over with. Oh, darling, you didn't happen to catch any sun, did you? Probably. You feel warm. <laughs> I'm just going to give her a kind of angry look. And you want to get that I will say, dark bubble of yours moving? You can't see her. Oh. Uh like it is magical darkness. Um like even with your new like dark seeing eyes, this darkness is too strong. Yeah, you just like kind of step into this bubble and it feels cold and like misty even though you can't see anything. All right. I've had a chance to give myself a breath or two since you've arrived on my way to you and I have a plan. Obviously, Vasilax does not like me very much because my void thread is barely an inch long. So, I don't know that I should be coming with you right now. Maybe you go give it a shot, let me know what he says, and I'm sure you'll just be back with the spool anyway, so... But if that doesn't happen, come get me, I'm sure me and you together... Well, we might even be able to take him, so but I don't want to confront an attack of any kind right now. I've had enough aggravation for one day. Well, where are you going next? I mean, we could end up a month's travel apart. That's fine. <laughs> okay, uh, this is we're not, there. not, we're not character there. Gary asking. I'm sure yeah. Julian would know all the places we're going. Uh, yeah. Where, where are we going? Because <laughs> I want to just tell her right now a place that we're not going next. <laughs> yeah. uh, so the places that you're not going are either the Feywild or the Elemental Plane of Fire. Why? Why aren't we going there? We just decided to do Mechanus first. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then also also say that like she'll only be like a day behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so you're saying... I. So I'm sorry. As Sam, you're saying... You're going to tell her to, like, leave the next day if it doesn't work out and meet you at this other place? The Feywild, yeah, and then we'll just come back with more. Yeah, here. All right, I'm going to the Feywild, so I know we won't get broken up by a month because I'm not going to leave there until I see you again anyway. If you get there and I'm not there, somehow you've beaten me. So... We'll head to the Feywild, you get this spool so none of us get in trouble from the Count, and then if nothing works, we'll all go back, because I know a few of us could take him. Maybe not just you and I, but you, me, and a couple other of our friends could easily take him down. Unfortunately, while we, uh, while the Dreadnought is, or the Deadnought, excuse me, while the Deadnought is, uh, extraordinarily sluggish, I still don't think we have uh, two months' wiggle room to figure out this place, so we, we really need to do it now. Hmm. 
Alright, fair enough. Well, let me get back on my ship, because I don't want to be with you, and I'm sure your darkness bubble moves with you. It doesn't just completely expand as you walk. And I need to get out of the sun. I'll wait for you here. You go try, come back, we'll come up with a new plan when you get back, if he doesn't give it to you. But like I said, sister, there's no way he won't. I mean, I think he just thinks I'm a dick, and I mean, you're lovely, so he's gotta be giving you a chance. And what if the favor that he needs takes longer? I'm surprised you wasted three days without uh, coming up with anything. Well, at least you have darkness. I didn't even realize. I mean, if I would have had a spell like that, I would already be out of here. You didn't realize? Uh, I need you to make a bluff check, please. Oh, God. Because this is an ability she has always had, and you should oh, know that because no. you are her sister, or... Is yeah, that just uh, persuasion? Uh, deception. I'm sorry. Deception. Oh, 13. So what do you say? What do you say to try to, like, when backpedal she this? Didn't realize that you'd be coming ready to go. I mean, I exhausted all my spells on the way. I thought this would be easy. Anyway, can you help me or not? Hmm. Perhaps some of the sun has caught you. Uh... I can perhaps help, but uh, are you still not backing down on your goal? Absolutely Uh. not. (laughs) Good, because uh, your other siblings have scoured the other planes, and there is no sign of Improvis's heart there, so it must be floating somewhere in the... uh, astral space oh well does that help you at all is there i mean uh, i was also thinking unfortunately you don't have the void thread but i can bring the void thread to you if we are meeting up with uh, at the feywild and you told me before that your plan was to collect all four items and hold it over his head and use it to take him down at the exact right point and you're still on board to help me with this? I'm glad to hear as it. Long as, as long as I get second in command, yes, I do not have a problem. There's corruption within the system already. Sister, the more I've thought it over, the more I've decided second in command is even a little low. I think we should have equal say if you're going to help me on this matter as much as you are. We'll talk more when the time comes, but I'm feeling a little generous. Oh, equal set that. Oh. We are. Brother, I really appreciate it. <laughs> I was gonna say my last name and her last name, but I can't remember. <laughs> 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 we are Zowitzes. <laughs> after all. And then uh, I'm just gonna turn around and start walking towards my ship and put like a hand up and be like, good luck. I know you won't need it, and then let the ship door close behind me on its own. So, you can't see in the bubble, and when you're in the bubble, you feel like something grab your shoulders, and then you feel a kiss on your cheek. (gasps) Aww. (laughs) Aww. And you just hear a, yes, um, I guess I will see you in the Feywild. And 
she keeps her darkness. You walk up the ramp, close the door, and you watch as the bubble kind of approaches the town. We should probably get the fuck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ghoul? Yes? Take the fuck off, please. (laughs) Taking the fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) The ship slowly takes off. Exits the cloudy shadow fell, and you guys are back in the astral plane. Right. Uh, Mezzi turns to you as the spell dissipates and she says oh how how did it go oh my god that was terrifying my throat hurts i'm not doing that again for a while <laughs> your sacrifice is greatly appreciated you did just has anyone right? checked out uh swing low this shit's flashing over here Ooh, we have not well we're out of the shit now we might as well enjoy ourselves i'm gonna yeah look. i could go for a little shoipen <laughs> You, I don't know if you'll find a Sherpa in there. Why do we need a Sherpa? Nah, just a little retoil therapy. <laughs> no, toiler. I, this bit could go on already... and on. <laughs> All right, so you guys go into Swing Lows. You open the door. You type in the punch code, and it slides open. And there is the lamp right in front of you. I also kind of pictured that this is where you moved the machine of vending as well. Hell yeah. So it's like the machine of vending is right to your mm-hmm. left and then machine the lamp is in front of you. <laughs> we raised it that way yet. It's very funny. That's really good. I approach the lamp and give a little... Uh... <laughs> All right. Uh, the smoke swirls out from it and you hear the song again. Swing lows. Magic market, coming to take your gold. <laughs> and Swinglow appears, and he says, "Oh, I've got some new wares for you. Yeah. One of them I found last minute, and can I say it is absolutely awful." <laughs> <laughs> and he like rubs his hands together, and then opens them and. Again, spinning in like a wisp of smoke are all of these items. I'm going to open up a new page on roll 20. And let's take a look at the magic items. So you still got the wallet flail. You got the friendship bracers. You have the endless set of cutlery. You have the upgrade token. And now we get into the new stuff. The first new items. I had a lot of fun making these. So, uh... The first one is the oddly shaped armor. Uh, <laughs> 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 That's a jackstrap. <laughs> uh, so the oddly shaped armor is or nut you cup. Can... What do you call that? <laughs> Sorry, nut cup. Yeah. I think the nut cup You've goes never seen in this the jockstrap. Yeah. Okay. What I mean, is what actually... is it? Yeah, where is this actually meant to go, and why does it smell funny? <laughs> God. Uh, you can magically suction it anywhere on your skin. What? You can choose any number above 20. Any attack on a roll of that number hits the armor and is considered a miss. Mm. So just a fun little something. There's the anti-sonic earmuffs. I just wish I could change the song to something other than the Best Buy demo. <laughs> uh, so basically they're just like... 
noise canceling earmuffs. They silence all the noise that you're making and you can't hear anything other than some elevator music. Like a John Mayer <laughs> ripoff. Yeah, yes. The next one is an origami sword. At first glance, it appears to be a piece of paper, but there are faint folds in it, and you can say the command word, and it will fold into a plus one short sword. Cool. So it's good for some subterfuge. Then you got the sneaky peeper, which is a basically a stick-on eye. So you can stick it anywhere and look through its eye <laughs> as if you were looking through your own eyes. And the last one, the absolutely awful one that I made last minute because of Gary, is the saxophone steed. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> the Photoshop job is just so, man. <laughs> oh, it's so, it's so good. Was Thank it you. I did it in like 10 minutes. <laughs> I like that his feet look like music notes. Yeah, that's kind of what I went for. It's also the easiest thing to do, but yeah. Um, <laughs> and the quote on the card is, turns out combining a horse and a saxophone was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so that's a plus one magical focus for bards, and it also has the same stats as a mat stiff, and it has a speed of like 50 feet, and <laughs> you just can't, you can't ride it and play it at the same time. <laughs> Um. So yeah. Hey, uh, Swinglow, how much does that uh, saxophone steed cost? Oh, a mere three hundred and sixty gold. I am trying very hard to get rid of it. Well, fuck me. That's one of the more expensive items that you're selling. <laughs> fuck it. I mean, I got I that. If is, you don't but... mind silver. Uh. Well, let's see. This uh, man knows his target market. <laughs> He does. Uh, Swinglow just says, oh, the saxophone steed, 360 gold. I will take that in silver, which is 3,600 silver. Here you go. <laughs> I've already subtracted it from my... I mean, Spends here you go. Spends 20 minutes counting it. You're buying it? You're oh, buying Jesus. the saxophone steed? Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, you are, dude. <laughs> That's dude. sick. Is it like the regular size of a saxophone, too, because I'm a gnome? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, amazing. Surya sees uh, Julian buy the saxophone steed and uh, immediately uh, goes, okay, give me the noise-canceling earmuffs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 320 gold. That uh, converted to silver, that is 3,200. She uh, kind of like awkwardly looks down and then looks over at Julian and goes, uh, can, can I get... Can I get some of my gold? The <clears throat> can I get can I get three hundred and twenty gold? Yeah, that's about uh, the rest of our gold because of icy here. But I think it's worth it. I give him three thousand two hundred silver. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay, I'm also fine with bartering if you have any valuable items. Uh. Did didn't we find some valuable? Yeah, yes. You guys found some pickle jars, you found a uh, Pickle right. Man action figure, and then That's you found right. a statue. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I got something, I thought. Tell me, uh, it looks like it's only a hundred gold pieces for that uh, oddly shaped armor that's very confusing to me. I'm not really sure 
where that would go on the butt, maybe the shoulder or anyway, um, how much would this uh how about I give you in in exchange for that uh oddly shaped armor? I pull out the uh the squeeze toy, the, <laughs> the pickle brine. <laughs> how about I give you this Ooh. uh infinite pickle brine creator? I don't care about the pickle brine. That is a rare collectible. I will add it to my collection. Oh, fucking dope. All right. Too bad it's not still in my in packaging, but Yeah, but <laughs> it's still worth the the oddly shaped armor, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's a 8 gold discount. I think that's fine. Wait, what? It's literally it, the price is 108 gold. Yeah. So, and I want and I want to give you this for that. Yeah. Awesome. I'm telling you, I'm giving you a discount. Yeah, right. fifty. Sweet. How about how about fifty gold discount? No, I'm fine with eight. It's a collectible. <laughs> well, I also know it's worth. Uh, you can roll a persuasion check if you'd like. Fuck yeah. Or some other uh, check. Let me look at the other ones that I'm good at. How about it, um, intimidation? I mean, yeah. not really. <laughs> not really intimidation. I, I, look, no. I look at, I look can... at him real mad, and I squeeze, <laughs> I squeeze the action figure. Say, You'll take <laughs> off fifty. Roll intimidation. Twenty-two. Okay, let's let's roll here. I gotta roll. <sighs> See, if it was going to be low, I just wasn't even going to think about it. But it's actually decent. Damn it. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> well, you just damaged it. Now it's not even worth a hundred gold. I'm just going to... Uh... Actually, uh, he didn't really damage it. That type of item is actually the kind where when you squeeze it, it becomes more valuable over time. I just wanted to correct you there. Anyway. Gary, do you want to assist? Oh, that was genuinely like an urge. I didn't even know why I needed to correct him. I just had the urge to suddenly be slightly more right in this situation. I will still allow you to... Cool. All right, so what should I... You can roll. What should I roll? Just... Yeah, just roll a persuasion, like... I mean, when you... as As I'm rolling... I mean, when you think about it, something that creates infinite something while you squeeze it, the more you squeeze it, the more thing you have. So, obviously, its value goes up, not down. I got 20. Hmm. You guys are just getting some, like, very close tweeners here, so. Close what? Tweeners. Tweener? What? Betweeners. You know, yeah, tweeners. Like, oh. You know, I don't... tweeners. <laughs> I can see the value in it. I guess I will give you 20 gold off. Fine. All right. Anything else? Tortuga, that uh, that sneaky peeper could come in hand. Could could come in handy. I will say there is also these old items. Mm-hmm. Chain wallet yeah. flow. You guys obviously didn't seem uh, interested in, but yeah. Uh... An eye that we could just post somewhere you know, I... and look into. How yeah. much is it? One sixty. I eh. thought that would perfectly appeal to your sneaky aesthetic. Yeah, you know, I uh I I like it. I like it, you know. Mm. How much gold I'm gonna do you sit have? on that for a while. Alright. You've got like two thousand gold, don't you? Yeah, we're out. I got I got, I <laughs> got I. whatever I got whatever gold I got, alright? Uh yeah, it's one sixty, dude. 
yeah, you know, I think I'm gonna sleep on it. Okay. Uh, uh, you know, Mr. Genie Why? Man. Why? Would you uh? Would you happen Why? to have any any hand crossbows? No, but I can certainly look for some. Yeah, if you know, you know, just throw a little word out there, right? You know, keep your ear to the ground, see if uh, you find any. And uh, you know, I'm not looking. I'm not really looking for anything on the cheaper end. Okay, I want something with a little pizzazz. All right. Oh, I'll get you something with a little pizzazz. But like a little sneaky pizzazz, you know? Oh yeah. Okay, so like pizzazzy if I want it to be, but maybe has like an off button. You know, in case I gotta be. So you want sneaky. a crossbow that you can turn off? That sounds like worse than a normal crossbow. <laughs> nah, basically, I basically I want like a crossbow mixed with a disco ball. But if I want, I could turn the disco ball off. You know. So you want? That's pretty specific. I mean, I've got a horse yeah. saxophone <laughs> over here. I want I want something that's shiny and flashy and got some pizzazz, but you know, if I had to be sneaky with it, I could still be sneaky. I wouldn't be, you know, seen if I was hiding behind a bush. I think you're asking for a lot, but I'll keep my eyes open. All right. But I can't interest you in this infinite set of cutlery? That you look like a <laughs> knife throwing fellow. You know, I'll think about it. All right. You know, that's uh, it's a little it's a little pricey enough. You know, maybe you had a deal coming up. I might be able to think about it. Deal? I'm always in for sweet deals. Yeah. What kind of deals you got? Well, make an offer. Uh, two fifty. <laughs> for this, these are genuine cooking utensils. Yeah. Well, I ain't really and gonna be cooking. There's an infinite supply of them. All right, it looks like you guys are done making deals. Um, I'm going to just uh, wrap this up unless you guys want to buy anything else. We'll be back for that, I. You can ca yeah. guarantee that. That looks pretty sweet. All right. Julia's looking at the nut. The, the I'm sorry, the mysterious armor, the, the unfamiliar armor, <laughs> and kind of realizes the, like, slight V shape to it and, like, lowers it down and goes, oh, God damn it, I should have bought the eye. <laughs> <laughs> it does still magically suction to your uh to your skin i don't know if that makes it better or worse but uh, okay you can put it anywhere cool little shoulder pad <laughs> yeah, I don't know. just just to be clear how this works it so i can choose like any number above 20 so i choose like 22 and if somebody rolls that exact number for an attack roll it misses yes cool okay all right. I mean, that's still pretty good. She's going to... She, yeah, I guess she's going to suction cup this nut cup to her shoulder. <laughs> All right. So you guys are up a few magic items. Uh, down a bit of money. Tortuga appears to not have any money on him. What do you guys do next? You guys are flying through the astral plane. I don't know if you told the goo where you're going. Uh... We should probably talk about the fact that, uh, sorry, we should probably talk about the fact that, uh, Vampire's sister just told me, uh, something a little bit about overthrowing Mr. Count. Oh, really? I can't believe didn't I didn't catch you up right away. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Commence us getting caught up. So what's <laughs> up with that? 
two hours later. Yeah. <laughs> even though the conversation was like four minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, interesting. So, but, but Plazowitz, what was her name? Trazowitz? Tazowitz. Tazowitz. Uh, Plazowitz, Tazowitz. These vampire siblings are conspiring against the Count already. There's corruption within the system. We might be able to use that to our advantage. Exactly what I was thinking. How? I have no clue. Me neither. <laughs> um, but we were agreed on heading to Mechanis, yes? Mechanis. Yeah. That sounds and good to me. Tazowitz thinks that we're going to the Feywild. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Well, it's decided. She turns in, uh, to the goo and, uh, goo? Yes. Take us to Mechanis. Routing, uh, charts to Mechanis. The travel will be about a month and four days. You oh. could, uh, be quick about it, all right? That'd be great. <laughs> I will make it a, a, a month and three days and 23 hours and 30 minutes. Yeah, thanks. All right. <laughs> hey, uh, Goo, you got any info about, I mean, you're kind of like an all-knowing sort of guy, you know, an atlas of the ether, if you will. Genderless being, yeah. Uh, you, you got any notes on what Mechanis is? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yes, I do. And at this point, Mezzi interrupts the goo and says, Oh, I know a lot about Mechanis. What do you want to know? Hey, I didn't ask you, Mezzi, all right? Can you whoa, just... Whoa, whoa, you watch your tone, Tortuga. Hey, Mezzi I'm just is a saying... guest on our ship. Hey, and so is the goo, all right? You know, let him speak, all right? If I um, ask him actually, a question, he can answer a question. the goo isn't technically a guest on this ship. The goo is a slave. I just wanted to correct you there. Totally cool. Well, all right, which well, the NPC last thing we, have we to want do. Sam to give us context through? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just trying to set up character dynamics. No. I'm sorry. Uh... uh all right, let's cut. Let's cut off our slave friend here now and, and listen to the guest. You're letting me free? No, <laughs> uh, no, not cutting you sorry, off like that. Sorry, wanted to correct you there. He I didn't mean he so was much. letting you free. Don't mean to be a dick. Just wanted to correct you. Didn't on that mean one. we were letting you free. Just meant that we were gonna be a dick to you, even though you're what already a slave. <laughs> start giving context, please. <laughs> yeah, you guys just start yelling at each other. <laughs> but no, Bezzy uh, eventually is like, all right, all right, all right, okay. Mechanis? Mechanis is the play that is ruled by Primus. It is a world of order. It is where all of the order in all of the planes actually comes from. Uh, the main inhabitants of Mechanis are little constructs called Modrons. A lot of them really only do one thing, but some of the more, the bigger ones are a lot smarter. Um, yeah, what else do you guys want to know about it? Uh, what could the vampires be wanting in this plane? Oh, that, uh, yeah. So, you know, like your, your hat a holding and, uh, Tortuga's minor shell a holding. Yeah. You know those? Uh, so they're, they're kind of like the inventors and keepers of all extra dimensional spaces. Interesting. Hmm. So 
I imagine if they're making a, a like Infinifold blanket, which I assume you have told me by now because I don't think you actually oh, yes, have. Oh, certainly, mm-hmm. certainly <laughs> at this point we will have told you that. Yes, go on. Uh, I assume they are the ones who are making the apparatus uh, that will make the blanket be able to infinitely unfold. Interesting. Hmm. Do you, is this a, another sort of big boss type thing where you think it's most likely Primus will be the one in charge of that? Or is that something you can't really speak on? Uh, yeah, I don't know. And the goose speaks up and she's like, well, actually, the, uh, traveling vampires were already there once and they made a contract with a Lex Terum. He is the order master of Clockface 3. Clockface 3. So there's uh, more than one Clockface, I gather. <laughs> Mezzi speaks up. And just, uh, yeah, the planet is actually a giant clock or like a clock tower. Oh. There's four oh. Clockfaces. Uh, there's like a point on one end and then they're building it out on the other end. Interesting. Oh. But bureaucracy has really gotten in the way there, so it's kind of slowed down. Hmm. Interesting. The whole plane is four clock faces? Like a clock tower. Well, it's like a huge... It was literally constructed. Primus is at the middle, and it's just built out from there. Think of like a planet-sized clock tower, sort of. Interesting. Or plane, I'm sorry. I don't know what planets are... Those don't exist in D&D. Uh, planets. <laughs> yes. Like a small plane. Yeah, sure. Um, exactly. I got through context what you were talking about. Interesting. Um, are they are they nice? Do they? They're... Do they like turtles? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say they don't really care who you are as long as you follow the rules. Eh, we're rule followers. Kinda. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. I don't have anything else to say about it unless you guys... Well, we all seem pretty beaten up. I think I'm going to try to take a nap. And she stretches and just curls up on the floor right where she's standing. Uh, Surya watch, <laughs> watches her do that and kind of goes, Oh, yeah. And looks down at her like... <laughs> Fucked up body. (laughs) You can literally see a hole through your body. (laughs) (laughs) And literally just like collapses. Like goes to sleep right there. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Toy Toy is just going to probably pop in his shell for, I don't know, like a month. (laughs) Okay. I mean, yeah. All right, so you guys all rest. You guys sleep. Uh, I don't know. I'm picturing, like, I, I know you. Calvin has been watching Scrubs recently, so, like, mm-hmm. the fast-forward, like, JD just standing in the middle of somewhere and everybody else is fast-forward around you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just kind of picturing it that throughout the whole months, but Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're painting a very vivid uh, visual picture, Sam. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> just like an 80s... We're going to another planet montage while we're flying through space, yeah.
So, uh, transitioning between planets, you guys are traveling through the vast astral plane, and you often see some very strange things. Some of these strange things that uh, struck out to you are... First thing you see is four different colored clouds that appear to be communicating through means of colored lights and patterns. Hmm. You keep flying, and like a week later, you see a seemingly infinite chessboard with a black knight chasing down a white king. Hmm. You continue to travel, and you can actually see Mechanis like in the distance. Like It's just a little star right now, a little beam of light. But you pass by a ball of green yarn unraveling in a maze-like pattern. The last thing you see before getting to Mechanis is you see a small garden of giant mushrooms being tended by an elderly woman. As you pass the garden slowly, she turns to you and she has no eyes. Oh! But you guys are getting pretty close to Mechanis now. Uh, so what you see on the outside is it looks it looks just like a, a clock tower from where you're at. You're maybe like a day's out travel like from it. Uh, but it just looks like a big top of a clock tower. The bottom it appears to be like scaffolding. Think of like the unfinished Death Star. You know, like that portion that's just like mm-hmm. a bunch of like stretching pipes and pieces and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what the the side of it looks like, or one side of it looks like. The opposite side is a pyramid, and then there are four clock faces that are rotating slowly. Cool. That's sick. Uh, I would like to say that um, Surya is going to communicate with the goo, and whenever we're like an hour and a half away from landing, she's going to go into a room and throw a sun drop. Uh, and sit and charge, like, sit herself and charge at it, and also set out her solar sickle, which has more abilities when it charges in sunlight. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Pick your two abilities, and, uh... Okay. I'm gonna sit in there, too. (laughs) Just because (laughs) we've been traveling through space for a month. Yeah, I... You know what? I'm gonna say, since it's been a full month, I'm gonna say she's used... Also, knowing that there's another, like, bag of sun drops in the machine of vending, she's going to use two throughout. This is, like, I I, I don't want to, me, Calvin, doesn't want to waste resources, but also, like, she definitely would use some sun, like, yeah. two other times. Yeah. So, I'm going to take three away. Yeah. Perfect. Hey, how, yeah. how much damage would those uh, infinite knives do? Would they do more than my turtle stars? They would do one point of damage more. They're a D4 plus one. Mm. You can also throw four of them a turn. Oh, fuck yeah. Wait, you just what? have to like set them down. Yeah, that's the whole thing with the infinite set of cutlery is you can like lay them out on the ground as an action mm. and then you can throw three knives as an action and then one knife extra as a bonus action. That's why they are priced so high. Okay. Toy Toyga is gonna, over the month, have spent a lot, I mean a lot of time, trying to figure out how a belt would work around him. (laughs) 
You trying to hack it. You can do it. It still takes you an action to prepare. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Or I could just always walk around with can I have him on my back? Can I have him behind me and like I'll tell you what. You can buy the infinite knives and the upgrade token, and I will let you do that. Okay. Uh yeah. Wait, how much is an upgrade token? Three hundred and twenty. Oh Jesus. Oh, you know, we're going to hold off for now. We'll see if we find some more gold on Mechanus. Okay. All right. Calvin Surya's solar sickle is fully charged. You also feel rejuvenated by the sun. Same with you, Julian. Uh, if Surya let you in there. Yeah, but. like when, when he starts, when he like, she's all set up and Julian opens the door and like peeks in. She's like, you, you cannot make a sound if you're in here <laughs> and then the saxophone steed walks in and goes get that thing out of here come on susan immediately come on. <laughs> sad saxophone noise <laughs> and it walks out okay and then yeah uh, she actually, she says, and you know what? If you have any other instruments on you, you leave them at the door. Montage <laughs> of me just... Harmonica, <laughs> 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 lute, a guitar, a jaw guitar, harp, cello, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spoons. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we even have like a little, like, you hold up the spoons. Like, are these? A- yes. <laughs> yeah. So you, re- get, you recharge in uh, complete silence, and you are getting close. You are about a half an hour away. You are fully charged. The ooze says, uh, we are 30 minutes away from landing, and it looks like we have some guides coming in. And you see there are two, like, cone-shaped ships with a dozen, like, let's just say a dozen, a dozen bubbles on it, and each of them has this weird round metal creature with a human looking eye in it and they all appear to be like pulling one lever at different intervals and at the tip of the point is a boxy like a cube sort of uh, robot that has two eyes that is appears to be commanding them all and he has one of those like wand lights and he like flags you in <laughs> you guys aren't really flying the ship the goo is and yeah. he just follows the directions and you guys get closer and closer and closer to the what looks like the center of one of the clock towers you know where the uh, minute hand and second hand are like joined with that pin and as you guys are getting closer you notice that the like numbers on the clock towers are giant spires that are like sticking out of the planet and there's just millions and millions of clockwork gears cogs and scaffolding interlaced on the face and you even notice that the minute hand and second hand appear to be buildings of some sort or like villages or shops or something there appears to be something covering every single inch of this place As you guys get closer to the center of the clock, 
a aperture opens in the middle and you guys slowly descend through it with those two ships beside you they land on two blue circles and you land on an orange one at the bottom of this orange circle you see some of those like spherical uh, robot creatures just waving around wand lights aimlessly. Uh, they don't really look like they know what they're doing, but they are doing this one thing very well. <laughs> you land, the goo shuts down, he powers off, and you hear a loud, booming voice, uh, very mechanical in nature, that just says, Wait for Lex to guide your way. <laughs> okay. All right. Looks like we're waiting for Lex. Lex is the one that, uh, Mezzi, you said would likely be in charge of what we were thinking? Um, actually, I said that Lex would be in charge. He is the one that the Baron made. I thought you were powered uh, down, Goo Friend. <laughs> I'm still alive. Oh, okay. jeez. <laughs> 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 All right, I'm, I'm sorry. That was rude. The ship is off. I'm not. Okay, I'm sorry. It was it was the way that God phrased it. God, Sam. I'm sorry for his indiscretions. Yes, good. <laughs> you apologize for it. I can't control him. He controls me. Uh, so Lex is the one you said? Yeah. Okay, well... All right, well, we're about to get some good info, right? Mm-hmm. She looks around like, make the best of it. Yeah. All right, we'll wait. All right, uh, so you guys are kind of sitting on your ship. You're looking out the front uh, glass, and you notice to your left there is a huge wall with hundreds of tubes that these Modrons are flying in and out of. Like, it just looks like an endless stream. You know, in, like, Wreck-It Ralph, that scene where they, mm. like, go... Is that Wreck-It Ralph? Is it the second one? Ralph goes to the internet. It might be the second one, where it's just like that internet, and it's just the emails like going everywhere. Yeah. Like, that's kind of what it is. It's just an infinite tube line of like just random things flying in and out of them. Hmm. And then you notice something else that seems out of place, even though you've only been here for like five minutes. You notice there is a team of six Modrons. Uh, they're trying to clean a huge green hastily scrawled symbol. The symbol looks like a wide smiling face with goggles, a missing tooth, and a small round hat. Hmm. They're not getting anywhere. Like They appear to be using soap and water on this paint. They appear to be using some odd material. The paint is not coming off. They're trying to remove this from what? I'm sorry. It's like a wall. It appears to oh, be okay. a wall of hmm. like a small building with one door in okay. it. Uh, you watch as the team just works and they scrub and they scrub and they scrub and they scrub and then they fall apart. Hmm. All of the Modrons just kind of fall apart into various cogs, various plates of metal and hundreds of tiny creatures you can't really see them from where you're at just take the parts away and exit into small holes in the walls Hmm. shortly after another team comes in with welding gear and they begin to cut the wall apart like they weld the wall and cut into tiny strips and each of these strips falls off and that same small creature just takes it away Hmm. but you continue to wait 
and it's 15 minutes it's 20 minutes you're waiting for 45 minutes now do you guys want to do anything uh i think i she does get a little impatient but uh she's like how long are we gonna wait i mean this is a place of order but what if we're waiting here for like a day I suppose we don't have a time const- well we kind of do though because eventually Tazowitz will f- figure out yeah. we're not where we said we were uh go I kind of want to try lowering the 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 gates hey goo is there uh is there any way we can maybe like uh reach out to you know this guy maybe give him a call maybe send him a message Unfortunately, while we are in their realm, uh, they must contact us. Surya walks over and tries to open the door. Like door lo- opens. Lower the. Yeah. She starts the ramp lowers. She starts walking down and tries to call out to the closest Modrin and be like, "Do we have? Can we get an ETA here?" The uh, Modrin makes an odd noise as it shakes and looks around <laughs> rapidly with its eye and it goes great and it explodes <laughs> <laughs> she's just gonna kind of shake her head and it falls apart and the same thing and now you can actually see the creatures that took away the other motions that fell apart hmm. uh, they appear to be small clockwork mice hmm. and they take away all of the parts and scurry away into the distance interesting why don't you uh, uh try stepping out there more uh, i i should say you are on a giant orange circle there appears to be like many different colored paths but none of them are connecting to your path oh uh, so we're like on a cliff almost like there's like a drop down nope there's no drop down it is a oh. large flat surface but you are on a huge orange circle there are paths hmm. that everybody else appears or all the other things appear to be following uh she's gonna my uh calvin's classic move of throwing a rock isn't really seem like it's gonna be (laughs) uh uh possible here um she's gonna walk back and look for something useless in the blood vessel (laughs) okay you find a rock (laughs) (laughs) yes I bring the rock down to the edge of the orange circle and throw it over the over into the like empty space outside of any paths. I'm going to have you roll for this. Uh yeah, I just want you to roll for this. Just a straight d20. You can add your dexterity. Uh it's going to be uh 18. Okay, are you aiming at anything in particular? Nope. You hit that exact point of. Or, <laughs> <laughs> you hit that exact point of uh, nothing particular, and it lands in the middle of a just like a space of brown, copperish metal, and uh, it looks like a like one of those Modrons that was like they have wings and they're just flying around. Mm-hmm. They fly over it, and they notice it. They look down, and they just, like, begin to shake. 
they shake and they explode again and fall to the ground. And these mice again come and take them away. And then that's at this point when the mice are kind of cleaning up and taking all of the small parts away, you notice a uh, very tall androgynous elf-like creature Hmm. walking towards you. Behind them is a what looks to be like a large box on wheels. They are holding a clockwork tablet and they have a something on their back. Uh, they are walking towards you. This this elf is like walking towards you. In front of them is a modron that is painting an orange stripe wherever he walks. And that orange stripe eventually gets to your orange circle. Hmm. And he just says, couldn't you have just couldn't you have just sent a message ahead so I would have more than an hour to rearrange my entire day? I just follow me. Follow me. Uh, uh are we Julian, are you down there as well? I didn't think so. I thought I was yeah, I didn't, uh I didn't think so either. No, yeah, I'm I'm down there alone. Sure, yeah. 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 Mezzi, can you can you turn Julian into Baron Blazowitz? Uh I guess, yeah. All right. All right. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) You know, I could change your voice when you. It's all right. It's all right. Plenty. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) I accept the challenge. Surya very much does not know what to say to these guys, and kind of looks back to see if the other, if the rest of the gang is seeing down the ramp from the ship uh toy toy is gonna walk to like the entrance of the ramp and be like presenting baron plazowitz i'm gonna kind of just like uh-huh, kind of like walk down the down the ramp and be like oh finally sorry let's go guys <laughs> and i'm gonna just kind of gesture to uh tortuga and surya and just start following him as if everything uh, is normal yeah, as he's walking down, I'm going to turn to this, like, elf, elfish person and be like, yeah. vampires, you know, I would have, you know, we, we would have, I can't, can't really, can't wait, you know. <laughs> so you, you turn around to say that, and uh, this elf has already been oh, shit. walking back from the way they came along that orange path. As I walk and by Surya, say, I just give Surya a look of like a, oh shit, it's kind of working. <laughs> <laughs> just, just keep up. Okay. Uh, so this elf continues to walk, and uh, seriously, I I understand that you uh, material worlders don't really get how order works, but please, next time you come, just send a message ahead. Even if it's a day, I can I can organize my schedule. You know I have zero free time and even less time for business. So please, please, please. And they turn around. And they look at you and they say, um, I'm sorry I was surprised supposed to be meeting a Baron Plazowitz? Yes. I put out uh, my hand as if to say, that's me. It is clearly not. I... You are walking completely different from how he walks. I don't even know why you are trying this ruse with me. 
I mean, have you ever sat in a ship for a month and a half? <laughs> yes, I have. I've actually sat in a ship for uh, three centuries. Oh. <laughs> I think Surya actually <laughs> releases like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Toy Toy is just going to get up in his face and be like, listen, might you don't talk to my Baron like that, all right? Hold on a second. Uh, he turns. He calls over. He says, RC-01A, please come over here for a second. And a duo drone, which is the boxier of the Modrons, comes over. And he says, I need you to order two more uh, flight Modrons. And please ask Primus to increase the intelligent just a little bit. I understand they are efficient, but I need them to just be able to handle at least one task. <laughs> and the uh, little boxy, I, I want to keep saying droid, but the little boxy mm. robot comes up to him and, just like, and moves away. And she says, I I'm sorry. Uh, talk to your mate like what? You don't talk to my Baron like that, all right? He's clearly not a Baron. Well, you, I, you're clearly a dumbass, all right? So let's just cut the crap and make a deal here. Okay, we came here for a reason. We didn't just spend a month on a ship for nothing, all right? I'm sorry we didn't call ahead for your mother to lay dinner on the table, but can we just get this going? I have no time to eat. That analogy is... Poorly delivered. Um, uh, look, if you have a mission, then just follow me. Let's go to my office. We can work out a contract. We can work these things out. You guys are clearly not Baron Plasowitz. I don't really care who you are at this point. Okay, well, uh, what if whatever you're working on for Baron Plasowitz we said we wanted to not happen ever i mean we've already built it the contract is already signed uh the favor to be later determined is already written up and i do have a favor if you wish to fulfill that favor instead we could write up a parallel contract f uh i mean we already know how to make the uh well, we already know how to make the compact apparatus Infinium. We could just make it for you as well. No. No. How about, uh, no. Um, <laughs> listen. This, you like order, right? That's very, very clear. Do I like it or do I put up with it? Uh, well... Uh, literally, you were just hounding us about not arriving on time and how you could have changed your schedule and how you want it all to be organized, so I'm going to go ahead and say you like order. Nobody likes order. It is the way of life that we should live by. Do you truly think helping vampires to rule all of the planes will... Help put things in order. Oh, they were vampires. Very interesting. 
Um, well, they did promise order throughout all of the planes, and honestly, that is all that Primus's main direction is. Or, yeah. Okay. Uh, sure. That's what I mean. <laughs> Vampires is what they are, since apparently you didn't know that. They're bad people. They w- promise things that they will not bring. And uh, they lied to you. You see, if they did lie to me, the uh, contract is null and void and their compact apparatus Infinium breaks on spot. So, well, what do you mean? Do we have to, like, prove that they lied to you? Or, like, what what does that mean? I mean, if they fulfill their end of the contract, the favor to be later determined, and uh, also continue with uh, spreading order throughout the plains, then their plan will continue as they deem fit. What's your definition of order? Order, everything in place, rules to govern everything. Everybody has a purpose. Mm. What if uh, the majority of existence that relies on the energy and the life-giving force of the sun decide that their role is to revolt and take down the order and rules and everything falls into... Oh, uh, what's the word for that? I'm sorry. Hold on. What is the word for that when, like, everything I believe is it's... completely out of, out of place and... Chaos? Chaos! That's right! Chaos! (laughs) Look, they're not here to fulfill their contract. As long as they do not take on this favor, then nothing happens. You have nothing to worry about. I I don't really understand what the problem is. They promised order as soon as they're order is broken by chaos, then their infinifold blanket is null. It falls apart. It is nothing more than a handkerchief. So, uh, what if we did a favor, maybe two favors, and then in return, you agree that, uh, we have, uh, we have the exclusive rights to this, uh, specific build. You are asking for a patent. No. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But that would mean that the contract would fall to you as the patent owner. So if these vampires that you talk of do want this uh, compact apparatus infinium, then you determine the favor. Okay. That... uh, Enough talking. We are standing in the middle of the road. Just follow me to my office, please. All right. All right, fine. Uh, So you guys continue to walk along this orange line. And uh, you're walking for a few minutes. You see up ahead there is an elevator. Like, it looks like a huge elevator shaft with a small, like, pill-shaped elevator at the bottom. With open doors that a Modrin is just pressing the buttons to. Um... And there are huge screens all around you. All of these screens 
are saying like it seems like work orders, departure times, delays, kind of think of like an airport delay screen. Hmm. And all of a sudden, all of these screens go a bright, like Kelly green. And you hear a wicked laughter. (laughs) (laughs) And the last thing you see is a duo drone, one of those boxier drones, but he is completely green. And it is holding above his head a huge paint bucket with green spilling around the sides Mm. and there is a lit fuse sticking out of it and it throws it at you. 